Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast. I am your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, and army veteran. And once again, Jason is working. I, I've been doing 5 a.m. shows, guys. So uh, Jason, uh, he works at 6 all the way in Irvine, which is like an hour and a half away. So it's impossible for him to do a show uh, until he gets off call. So uh, we, have, we have an amazing show. We have a gentleman, Tyler Hansen. He's known by the fittest flat earther. And he's super fit, as you could tell on the camera. And uh, I thought I was the fittest flat earther, but this gentleman was telling me that he's he's doing twenty mile bike rides, uh, no problem. So I was like, okay, this guy's got to be the one. You might got me on the gun. You might have me on the guns though. <laughs> it's all good. It ain't the about that though, because if I go and start working out with the CrossFitter or something, they just uh, they can smoke me. So, anyways, yeah, I know that you've been doing some uh, cool uh, exercises, which I see his channel. Go check out his channel, guys, please. Uh, the uh, If you could give him the exact thing to look up, because I know that they're probably shadow banning you. Uh, what is the exact thing to look up on TikTok, Instagram, or any way that, that you'd want them to find you? Yeah, really just those two. Um, I've, I've had a lot of people asking me to maybe start doing a YouTube, so I'm considering, but it's just TikTok, Instagram, fittest flat earther, not the fittest flat earther. Okay, perfect. See, that's why I want you to do that. So yeah, fittest underscore flat underscore earther is is one of the uh, – it's kind of how it's exactly – and Tyler Hansen, man, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you guys go check out his stuff, his, his page is growing on Instagram. I don't have TikTok, but I know that he's probably crushing it over there. But his page is growing, and uh, I wanted him on the show because – uh, we kind of con- connected to each other, and we and that's what God does when He connects us, and He wants uh stuff information to get out there. And I know that He has so much information to go over. So um yeah, uh welcome to the show, and yeah, I think you should start a YouTube, man, for sure. Yeah, it, especially lately, my videos are getting a little longer. Like I first started doing things, it was like two, three, four minutes, but I'm pushing the ten minute mark on on a lot of these now. So so I'm strongly considering. Yes, I think you should, man. And if you need help on that, let me know. I'll, I can help you. And I, I actually, I have too. a YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a YouTube page, but right now it's nothing but hundreds of CrossFit workout videos. So no one wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, yeah, I, that's, uh, that's, uh, but hey, you know what? That's also good too, though, man. It helps people become physically uh, uh, in shape and uh, it also helps them, you know, it's going to help with, it's like a combination of physical spiritual and mental uh you know that you want to you want to try to achieve and i did that through the military my on my end you know got discipline and i just put all those three together and then you know obviously god leads the way but uh the other stuff is important for my walk as well yeah i um just touching on that i you know my i'm 43 now and um you know my whole life i was so dedicated to the mental and the physical and it's really only been this past year where it's like, like just the soul and the spiritual, man, they're hitting me so hard. And I I never had that. Like I grew up in a Catholic household, but very Irish Catholic, you know, going to things on weddings and funerals and that's it. So uh, this spiritual journey has been insane for me the past year, but um, it's been awesome too. Yeah. You know, it's awesome. God is great. I'm glad that you're, you have that because super important. I'm actually 40. So you're 43. See? Yeah. Well, you know what? You're crushing it out there with the workouts and uh, yeah, just keep that going and you'll be good. But um, yeah, whatever you want to get into today, man, we could we could get into. I, I would love to uh, 
touch on i mean we, i i've done a lot of flat earth shows and i love that um i like to talk giants whatever you want to talk bro we, we could do this yeah um i definitely want to get into some of the the sky stuff but uh maybe save that for a little later um okay you got some interesting thoughts that i was telling you about earlier on um even the moon and the stars and and um kind of the time period i think we're in but uh we did we did talk i think we both love talking giants right yeah um, sure. definitely love talking giants <laughs> so you, yeah you and i just dabbled in it a little yesterday but i had um my mom did this was a couple of years ago she did a 23 and me and it came back that uh she had a lot she had like extra more than usual neanderthal dna c- come back and you know at, at the time before i was a biblical or a flat earther biblical earther um you know i didn't think too much of it i was just like okay yeah neanderthals were around i could see how somehow we would have a little extra dna you know i'd pick up things with my toes all the time it, it made sense <laughs> yeah. um if you guys see his videos you'd be like oh yeah this guy's definitely part of a subtype <laughs> of strong uh whatever yeah neanderthal but still <laughs> yeah so well and it made sense to me then and then you know once i became someone that really didn't believe that we came from a big bang and from um from monkeys and evolved from monkeys i i started trying to wrap my head around that more and and kind of i dove in a little and i don't have it i don't have a share screen or anything but what i started to see and from multiple places was that um, you know, when you get the 23andMe or whatever the DNA place you're using, um, some people will get back the Neanderthal. And what they say is this is a DNA strain or strain that is from people that aren't around anymore. So that's like where they say it's Neanderthal because this DNA like origin isn't here. And that made sense. And then when it when I became a flat earther and started realizing that we didn't come from monkeys. I tried to wrap my head around it. And what I kept finding uh, was, and you we will probably have thoughts on this, but that um, that was potentially the line of the Nephilim and that, you know, that blood, or that bloodline, well, the bloodline, I think is still here maybe, um, but that DNA potentially came from them. So I don't, I don't know what I think of that now. I think it's pretty interesting to think about. I know you have some thoughts on that based on, um, yeah. just just biblical biblically so i'd love to hear your thoughts on that well okay so genesis three fifteen is uh is a is a good example of like can a uh you know angel have a seed um it says uh basically god is talking to uh lucifer he says uh, or satan and on your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life and i put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed, he shall bruise your heel, and you shall bruise his. He-, he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. So now we have uh, Lucifer or Satan being a fallen angel, uh, you know, and he has a seed. So we right. got to understand that. So when we move forward to Genesis six, uh, it, it it says that uh, on Genesis six one through four it says, and it came to pass when man began to multiply on the face of the earth. And daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of which all they chose. Um, so we have them, uh, you know, the sons of God in the in the Old Testament are always referred to as angels, right? So uh, Job one six talks about uh, the devil 
in heaven speaking to God and behind them are the sons of God, right? You know, so, and they're talking about angels. Uh, right. Different times you hear sons of God. Now in the new Testament, we become sons of God, not literal sons of God, but like adopted sons of God when we become saved and we're, and we're, you know, when we're, when we believe in Jesus and we're saved. Right. So we're like sons of God, but we're not like created beings directly from God. We're, we're uh, sons of men, right? Because we, you know, after Adam, who was a direct creation of God, everybody was sons of men. So my point there is what happened was fallen angels, you know, had sex with uh, human women. Uh, right. they, they were beautiful, fair. They took them as wives. They probably took them and actually made them wives. And, and, and basically when you, when you make someone your wife in the Bible, it's basically like you become one. So they, the, the fallen angels came down, had sex with women. There's stories of this and also uh, in in um, the book of Enoch, you know, so that, that kind of is a historical book, not a, not necessarily canon for us, but, you know, it, it could be canon. Uh, very interesting stuff. They just can't trace it back to Enoch. But we have the fallen angel having a seed. God, that's God. That's God's firsthand account because, you know, Moses, when he wrote Genesis, he was not alive, right? So this is God's firsthand account to Moses telling him exactly what happened in the garden. So we know that the devil can have a seed. And um, the, the interesting thing about that, I don't want to get too too deep into all that because we're going to talk about your story. But um, yeah, yeah. the interesting part about that is the devil thought that that was uh, Cain and Abel. That was Eve's seed. He was like, boom, I'm going to kill uh you know, Cain, I know he's a little evil. Abel, that dude is on the straight up and up. He's sacrificing the correct way to God and all that. Boom, I'm going to kill him right away. So he had Cain kill Abel. He's like, cool, I'm done. Now there's no Messiah. That's not what happened, though, because the woman he's talking about is in the future, talking about Mary's seed. So it's Jesus being born. Oh. So the interesting part about that is that also that the devil does have a seed. And I think the devil's seed is maybe lining up with what this gentleman, Ryan Peterson, goes on. And it's the DNA of uh, of probably the Antichrist. That's probably his seed, you know. So could be a literal uh, seed, or it could be his seed that way. But anyways, so I think it's interesting. Um, but he thought he killed them there, but he didn't. So he was always trying to take the DNA and or do something to corrupt the DNA, so that when the Messiah was born, because after Cain killed Abel, he's like, "Cool, I'm good." But then he found out that these prophecies are still coming for, for a, a coming Messiah. So we knew that that's not the right one. So now I'm going to corrupt the DNA by having my fallen angels come down, have sex with women. And uh, he's trying to make it so that the Messiah's DNA is Nephilim or fallen yeah. angel, which we can't have. So when the flood happened, a lot of people thought it was just because there was people that were bad, sinning. Every thought was corrupt. That's what it said. But it also talks about Noah having a uh, perfect lineage, you know, DNA. But there, you got to understand that Noah has three sons and then they have uh, wives and that I, I believe this DNA that you're speaking of that did, you know, that, that could be maybe in your bloodline if it is giant, it would have to come, I think, through Ham's wife. But that's only uh, me studying like some of Ryan Peterson's book, uh, Judgment of the Nephilim, and also kind of finding out who who her line goes through. Ham goes through um, a lot of the Canaanites and, uh, you know, all the like Amorites, all the stuff. That's where like a lot of the giants were from. So I think that maybe that line did come through the flood. But what did it? What did the line end up doing? Biblically, what happened? God used that evil for good, and He had David become king by slaying Goliath. So He used all that for good. Maybe it was planned for that 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 Nephilim line to come through. He also had in Numbers them slaying all the giants and all that stuff. He wanted all the the women, men, women, and children, and animals killed. 
which means it was bestiality going on. Um, but so there was that Nephilim line after the flood. Okay, just just letting you know that. Yeah, yeah. And I, God, man, you're you're so good at all that. And I'm still like, I'm a year into this stuff, and I'm still like, I've I've dove down deep and tried to be as knowledgeable as I can. But just hearing you speak about it, everything ties in so well. And um, you know, there are a lot of people out there that look at things um, from a non-biblical perspective and, you know, things like looking at even ancient e Egypt when you have um, a lot of depictions on of hieroglyphics and humans with animal heads. And, you know, they try to make sense of it being the Anunnaki coming from different planets and things. But you can explain everything through the Bible. It's like anytime I get start to get confused and think about different ways things could have happened in the past. You just, you go to the Bible and it's there. It's like, it, it that. lines up so well all the time and hearing you talk about it, it's great. And um, as you were going through that, one of the things that was popping my popping in my head was do you ever look into the, or have you ever seen things on the huge giant trees that are around? Oh, yeah. like the, So I've seen uh, one of my buddies um, on TikTok. um I'll just give him a shout out. He's uh, he does a great job. It's uh, seven club, like the number seven and then club, like the uh, card sign. Um, he just did one the other day, how there is a literal, it, it looks like there is a giant ax in one of those huge trees. Uh -huh. And that lines up so perfectly with the Bible too, because the angels were supposed to come down, cut down those giant trees. So that at least, and maybe you can speak to this, so maybe the giants wouldn't have a way to ascend up those giant trees to survive the flood. Um, mm, but then, you know, when you think of that and you think of, you know, I always think of the Nephilim coming from the fallen angels mating with human women. Uh -huh. And I, you think of that one of, for me, I think of when I picture it, I think of humans, our size and angels, fallen angels, our size, but potentially if the angels were swinging giant axes to chop down trees that were miles tall, yeah. it just makes you wonder maybe humans were much bigger too before the flood. You know, I know there were giants in the Bible that were bigger before the flood and there were still giants after the flood, but I yeah. don't think they were supposed to be as big. So it just makes me start to wonder the size of things before the flood that maybe even our line, the human line was much, much bigger. Or the fallen angels have the ability to manipulate size, you know, who knows? Well, well let's uh let's talk about that real quick. So yeah, we have uh excuse me, in the um let's see if I have the some notes. I'm kind of going to one of my uh older uh podcast notes. So Sodom and Gomorrah, uh if you guys think about that, uh we got two angels arrived in Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up and met them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside uh, on your servant's house. You can wash your feet, spend the night, and go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we will we will spend the night in the square. He insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. So before they had gone to bed, all of the men of the city of Sodom and Gomorrah, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called Lot, uh, where are the men who came to your tonight? Bring them out so we can have sex with them. So, first of all, we have the angels coming in the form of humans, right? That's a human body. And we yeah. also have them eating. So, they he made a meal for them and now they're eating? Like, angels are able to eat? That's pretty interesting. I didn't think they had any kind of digestive tract. 
Um, also, we have uh, that people are, are lusting after these angels. Uh, these are male angels, right? Uh, I, I don't see anywhere in the Bible where they look female. I'm not saying that they're male like like a, they're a human. I think they're a human male form. I think when they come down here, uh, they they are in human form. Uh, that's what it seems to be. And uh, also the people are lusting after strange flesh. That's why in Sodom and Gomorrah, a lot of people thought, well, these people are lusting after flesh, like uh, like they're gay, right? Uh, so they're, they're just men, men on men. I think that was going on. But I also think that they were trying to do something even more. That's why God destroyed the city. I think they were trying to uh, either have sex with angels, which is you could see right here an example of them lusting so much, bro, that they were they, the, that the angels blinded them, and they were still trying to get in, bro, and still trying yeah. to find these angels. So they yeah. have a lust of 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 trying to have sex with these angels, right? So I think that when they talk about them going after strange flesh, I think they were trying to do stuff a step above. Like maybe trying to demonically possess somebody and then have sex with them. They're trying to do you know stuff that is on another level. That's why I think God destroyed that city because I think they were going after strange flesh that was like not human. And if you look at the Hebrew, it that's what that's what that means. It's like strange flesh is not like going after butts. It's like going after something that's non-human. So yeah. uh, my example there is that they come in human form, right? And they're able to eat. They're able to, and also he grabs Lot's wife, right? You're able to grab, able to touch, physically touch. So I do believe when they're here, they come in human form. Hebrews 13, four also says that you never know when you're entertaining an angel, which means for me, that could be an evil or it could be a non-evil angel. I think that fallen angels can come in the form of humans. And I think that Satan himself can come in the form of human. And I do believe he could break bread and sit at a table uh, with the tri trilateral commission, CFR, all these major think tanks, whatever they use, Bilderberg group, uh, black nobility. And I think that he could break bread, eat, and I think he has a seed. That's what I think it is. But that, that might be me just thinking, but uh, yeah. So no, I man, that's, you know, like I said, before we even got on, we're so aligned in some of our thoughts. I'm, I'm right there with you. I think I've even found some, and I know it's video, but, you know, I think exactly what you're saying is 100% going on today. I think the fallen angels are still around and down here and manipulating things. And, um, you know, I I think there's some, one, I think there's some insane technology hundreds of years advanced that we can't even comprehend that they use here and two i think um you know we wouldn't even know if we saw them kind of like you're saying they could just be spirits taking over you know a person's body but i i 100 agree that they're here in the flesh some yeah. way somehow so so my point to that is i think the fallen angels uh in in uh in the book of jude it also talks about them shedding uh, their 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 heavenly bodies or their Ocatarian. Um, so what that is is um, I will therefore put you in remembrance. Um, I'll put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that they they believed not, and the angels that kept their first estate but left their own habitation. Own habitation means Ocatarian. So they shed their heavenly bodies to come down to the earth, right? So uh, if, if you think about it, those angels that sinned, that's what they did. They shed their heavenly body. Now we're trying to get a heavenly body, right? That's what we're, That's our goal. And they're, they shed their heavenly body to come down. So that's what I believe those angels that were uh, in, in Sodom, or actually, this is who Jude is referring to is those, those fallen angels that came down to have sex with women. So I think they shed that body and they came yeah. down and were in human form. Now, how big they were, I'm not sure. 
the size of them, and I'm not sure the size of the people uh, that but that God first created, but we were created obviously in God's image. Um, it, it seems like that that Nephilim line when they became they said giants that God that God that God did not like that at all. Did you could tell when that happened? He was like, all right, now I need to you know get the flood going. It seems yeah. like there was a lot of people on the earth, and that DNA was spreading everywhere, dude. That's what it seemed like. And if you go to the book of Enoch, it kind of talks about that where. It's going into the beast. It's going into the people. They were eating each other. It actually, uh, you know, they were they were eating uh, humans and they were eating birds and they were eating all this different stuff. And God was like, okay, they're out of control. But Nephilim or earthborn uh, is what that means. And and they're actually, uh, when that happened, giants were formed. So I don't think, I don't believe that maybe we were like, maybe they were a little bit bigger, but I don't think we were giants yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, just my right. opinion. Yeah. Um, what's your take on, and I've heard, I did a post on this, um, but I'm curious your take just number wise, you know, I've heard fallen angels coming down, obviously, you know, a third of them came down, but I've seen, I think in the book of Enoch, it talks about it being 200. I've heard a lot of other people say, you know, that it's in the thousands. Do you have a, do you have a thought on that? On, on yes, a number? I do. I think that the the third of the angels is actually in revelation and I think it hasn't happened yet. Uh, the reason why is because, and, and, and everybody might go like, you're crazy, but it says that, uh, it says that, and a war broke out in heaven, Michael and his angels fought the dragon and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out the, the serpent of old called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was cast out and his angel were cast out with him, um, then I heard a, a loud voice uh, screaming, now salvation of strength, the kingdom of power of Lord. Um, hold on, I'm just trying to look for a section here. Yeah. Um, so that's one example right there where Satan is thrown out of heaven um, with his with his angels. I think that um, uh, there's there's one there's one verse in here I'm trying to look for where it talks about a third of the angels fell with him. So right. um, now when did that happen? I think that might be a future event where they are not allowed to go into heaven anymore. Where they're cast to the earth, and that's it. Now, people might go, well, that happened, dude, and we don't know when. But I do believe that the fallen angels already, you know, they already did uh, fall, but it's not this, what they're talking about here in Revelation. I think it's a future event. And I think that with the flat earth and everything that they're, that they're, that they're doing with Project Bluebeam and all that, I think they're, they're waiting for that to happen when the war breaks out in heaven and Satan is brought down to the earth. With his fallen angels, where where they actually come down, where they can no longer be in heaven anymore, because yeah. the reason why I know that I I think that that's not happened yet, uh, that part I knew a th I think a third of them did fall where they're 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 they are evil, but um that that exact event where it talks about them never going to heaven again, well in Job one six it talks about the devil going to heaven and speaking to God and and he's tempting Job, so he's asking permission from God, but it actually says that he's in heaven. Uh, so I don't think that, that, that exact thing where he, they, he, they can, they can no longer enter the kingdom of heaven to speak to God or anything. I don't think that that's happened yet, but, um, the, the, the really interesting part is they say a third of the stars fell. Right. That's what I think is interesting. Right. Is that, is that what you want my opinion on or my opinion on, on, on the other part? Um, both, I guess. Cause I, yeah. Cause I, um, I had the number 200 in mind i don't know you I do guess... have that that's the ones that actually had sex with humans okay that's, that's different now them falling gotcha okay so them falling with satan 
as, yeah. as different than them coming and having sex with women. That was not like uh, a third of the angels came and just took all these women. But the 200 is coming from the book of Enoch. And yes, bro. And that's interesting. But yeah. And that, and it also talks about them being judged in Peter and judged in, in Jude. And they're in the bottomless pit in Tartarus yeah. in right. the earth. Okay. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So I, I've got. So I, with that 200 in mind, I did, um, I was looking into the, you know, sometimes, I don't know if you've seen them, kind of like I asked you about the trees, but have you ever seen the just ginormous supposed asteroid craters on the earth? Yep. You know, you and I both probably don't believe that there are asteroids yeah. that fell down or, I don't. or meteors or whatever. There's no asteroid so, there. All there is is a hole. Yeah, exactly. So I was, <laughs> I was looking in, well, and there's the firmament, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I was looking into that and, you know, I wasn't trying to tie it into the Bible or anything. And then I saw someone talk about it and how there are, I guess there are 195 of those giant craters, um, which to me lined up pretty similarly to the 200 fallen angels. And then, you know, I was, I was thinking, you know, when they came down, it was Mount Hermon, right? They came down at Mount, Mount Hermon. So I wasn't thinking that those craters were for them coming down. But potentially, and this is where you and I are going to be different, is I think potentially that thousand years where they were in prison under the ground with Satan, potentially they've already been loosed and we are past revelation and that anything coming with Project Bluebeam and all that stuff is potentially going to be another fake revelation. And I, mm. and this is where I, you know, like I've seen some people talk about it. It makes a lot of sense to me as far as our history, how our history is so manipulated, how there's evidence of, you know, just uh, there's like the mud flood stuff, which potentially, in my opinion, could have been them coming out. You know, if there's 200 beings coming out from these giant craters, who knows what that could have done to the earth. Mm. But um, where I think that also aligns to me is like you were saying is when that happens, the stars are to fall to the earth. And what I, and this is going to sound insane to your audience, but what have, what I have found in the sky above is that the one stars, you and I both know this, are not um, what they tell giant us. suns yeah. millions and millions of light years away. They're definitely not that. Now, from knowing that, and that's where I first started my flat Earth journey was looking at the stars and figuring out that they were not what I was told my whole life. But then investigating it further, um, I've found some pretty crazy anomalies that make me think that the stars are not only not burning balls of gas, but potentially projections up there, holo holographic projections. And where I'm going with this, and we can get into that more in a minute, but where I'm going with it is that if those stars were potentially angels, like it talks about in the Bible, if they already fell during Revelation, then we wouldn't be seeing stars up there and they would need to, for us to not know exactly where we are on our timeline, oh. they would have to put something up there oh. to make us not realize. So, and I know that sounds insane because it doesn't sound insane how, at all, bro. how are they going to project stars <laughs> up in, but you know, like for me, I think of, you know, what's above the firmament, the waters above, or even, um, you know, we're not allowed to go to the North pole and there's a whole, we all know about the Northern lights, the Aurora Borealis. Maybe that stuff is all like literally not spiritual, but projections of what we're seeing in the sky. 
Yeah. And uh, it's funny, right before I came on, I've got um, a buddy online, and, and maybe you've come across his stuff. Um, his name is David Shane. He does some um, biblical cosmology stuff, but he's got, he's like the telescope guy. And um, I told him my theory on this, and he's been looking at the moon and stars every day for years. And I said something about the moon and the craters not being real, you know, being some sort of technology or projection. He's like, He's like, dude, I have thought that for years, but I don't tell anyone about it because how insane it sounds. And I was like, when he told me that, he literally just told me that before I came on the podcast. I was like, <laughs> it made my day. I was like someone else out there that can kind of wrap their head around what I'm saying. Cause I know, believe me, I know it sounds crazy. Yeah, it's it's all good. I think that uh, I've had some people tell me, I talk about that and I, and I, I don't, discredit that uh what they think is that the thousand years have already happened and satan is now let loose which yeah. would make sense with how we're being tempted and all that stuff now yeah um, i mean just look around at all of the satan stuff everywhere you I know mean, it's crazy yeah so yeah. personally i think that um so a way that i could connect those to the to the to the bible as well besides the way you connected it, it was yeah um in the flood it talks about the, the fountains of the great deep being open so yeah. water could have potentially came through there uh, yep. To flood the earth, you know, that could be something, you know, I, I, and uh, it's, it's interesting, man. I, the way that you put that is, is, is awesome. Um, that they, maybe they, they, the fallen angels already came out, uh, from, from in the earth. Um, but well, who and knows, the, man? we've um, been lied to so much, man, that I, I don't, I don't discredit anybody for, for any kind of belief right now because yeah, there's so much out there, you know, so much. And then, you know, you, if you look at it just historically too, you know, we have the, they say the dark ages were a thousand years and they like to twist and per pervert everything. Maybe the dark ages were Jesus's millennial reign, you know, maybe that happened. And I have no idea that that would mean the time we're living in now is post Bible. And, you know, the way, the only thing I could make sense, and this is how I make sense of it. I don't try to convince anyone of this, but potentially we're in this time when Satan is trying to tempt us. He's trying to, pull us away from God and, you know, and maybe there's another battle coming, a spiritual battle, but um, in my opinion, potentially God is, we're, we're heading towards that new heaven and earth and God wants it sinless. And we are sitting here and God's allowing us to be tempted one more time just to get his true believers, his true warriors to that new heaven and earth. And I don't know, that's just, that's how my brain makes sense of it. Because when I look up in the sky and I know that those are not, in my opinion, those are literally technology up in the sky. And, and I, we can share my, I can share my screen with you. Like we talked about earlier, it's just what I have to do in my head to make sense of, yeah. all right, there's technology in the sky. I want to make sure we're not living in some sort of crazy simulation or something tied yeah. into the Bible. That's how <laughs> I do it. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. If you want to share screen, go ahead. Um, yeah. So uh, the satanic rebellion crushed uh, Re revelation 20, now, when the thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from the prison and he will go out to deceive the nations, which are in the four corners of the earth. Interesting that it says that, huh? Gog yep. and Magog uh, together uh, them uh, to gather them together to battle whose number is is the sand of the seas. They went out to the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints, beloved city. A fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire, brimstone where, where the beast and the false prophet are. They, they were tormented day and night forever and ever. Then it was the great white throne judgment after that. So we have some major events here happening, bro. 
Uh, we got then I saw a great white throne, him him who sat on it, which is God the Father, uh, from face fled away. So we have that, and then we have dude right after that, bro. We're, we have a, a all things made new. So God creates a new heaven and a new earth. Uh, one thing about uh, what, that I go over when yeah. I do biblical cosmology, why would God need to create a new heaven and a new earth if heaven is trillions upon trillions of miles away, ever-expanding universe, if the, there is a firmament on the outside, then why would he need a new heaven and a new earth? But anyways, so we could connect that. So now he said all things made new. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth. This is Revelation 21.1. For the first heaven and first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, with men, and he will dwell with them. So it's talking about God coming down. The, the firmament no more obviously god coming down and living with us bro and dwelling right. with us and there's a new heaven and a new earth so uh i don't know man when i when i think about that i'm i'm kind of like i'm not sure about the satan uh being released but there's also another theory that's like an all millennial theory where that lines up with what you're saying too and they have really good points and what they're doing is they're pointing us all to israel uh the yeah. physical land uh, when we are actually the, the the Israel that they're speaking about in the Bible is talking about the church. So that's what they believe. Right. So uh, it's not a physical place. So you saw that the Rothschilds created Israel in 1946 or whatever. You yep. know, they, they basically yep, yep. Baron Rothschild had 144,000 acres. So now they have everybody focused on Israel, the physical land, and everybody thinks it is the end times and they're trying to trick us with the timeline. So there's stuff like that in there, bro. So when you talk about this type of stuff, my point is. I'm not, I, there's a lot of different theories out there and a lot of them are very interesting and I don't like to doubt anybody <laughs> because yeah. Knows, and, <laughs> yeah. And, and my idea, my ideas of it are, I know they're a little out there, but it's the like when I, maybe when I show you the, the star stuff I have and, or, you know, your, if your audience is watching instead of listening, they, they can see this. It, it made so much sense to me just with the, the way history is manipulated. The, I mean, if you just, Anyone who thinks that, um, you know, like these amazing buildings that are even in the United States, you know, only came from like 200 years ago when we were horse and or like horse and buggy technology, something doesn't add up. And when you look into it more, you realize that that whole part of history 200 years ago when we were supposedly cowboys and Indians, that's just very fabricated. And there was amazing technology here before then for probably thousands of years and when you just start connecting the dots of things that it, it adds up to me and i'm not trying to convince anyone of it i'm just saying the way i've seen things it makes a lot of sense that we're potentially post trib yeah interesting yeah Very um, interesting yeah i got this loaded up let me share it and so going back to so when i when i became a flat earther the first, well, first I was, if anyone's seen the movie Behind the Curve, I watched, like, two years ago, I was like, I just want to see how people are so dumb to think the earth is still flat. I just need to see. And I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to watch this documentary just for the intent of finding one small reason to understand how people could think the earth was flat in 2021. So I watched this movie Behind the Curve. There was like one thing in it where I was like, oh, these flight paths are kind of strange. I was like, I could see. But then by the end of the movie, they like proved that the flight paths like were something different. And I was like, okay, flat earthers are just morons. 
So fast forward a year and a half, I never really looked into NASA. Something led me to look into NASA a little bit and just started kind of going down that rabbit hole and seeing their deception and their 666 in like literally everything. And then, um, you know, without getting into it too much, I really feel like I was divinely pushed to investigate the stars in a way that I never would have unless it was God's hand kind of guiding me to do it. And um, I started doing that and realized the stars weren't what I thought. And then not only that, but um, not only did I figure out they're not what I thought, but I don't think they're what anybody thinks. And so I want to share, this is a video of the star Sirius, which just happens to be the dog star. And what I find, and Josh, you know this, but for the audience is um, every flicker of a star is literally a different dog image. And I found it in all the stars, not just the dog star. And I think I have like just a weird eye for it, but I really do think that it exists. So I'm going to play this star here moving. And then I want to um, get some still shots that I took here. Sure. You're pulling that up too. And, and uh, also guys, he was talking about the, the revelation might already happen. One thing that it talks about is all the mountains will be shaken and, and taking out from thunderous earthquakes. So there's that. There's a lot of stuff, man. So if someone's going to bring that to the table, like because uh, I know a lot of people talk about that already happening. Um, when you study Revelation, there's really some interesting stuff that is that 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 goes down during the tribulation. So it gets it gets crazy, man. But um, let's check this out, guys. If yeah. you are on uh, Spotify, you can see the video. If you're on like... Um, if you're on uh, any other audio, then then you just look, go to our YouTube or go to Spotify. You can see this. So here's the star Sirius. This is filmed from a Nikon, Nikon P1000 camera. So I was looking at this, and this is when I just started, my brain started realizing that if this was, you know, the closest star is supposed to be four light years away, which is 25 trillion miles. Yep. So just to think that, you know, and I'm going to play this one more time, just to think the detail of this and how it looks like a literally it looks like a light flickering in a pool anyone's ever seen a pool light underwater it looks like that and you know to me that doesn't look like a burning ball of gas but then i so i screen recorded it and then i was watching it frame by frame and um you know i already kind of showed you but let me get to some of these still shots and just ignore my email for a minute so here, let me let me go to this one first because it's uh, this one I think is unmistakable. And guys, this so, is all Tyler's interpretation of what he's seeing, and yep. just letting you guys know this is a P one thousand camera, and if it's trillion upon trillion upon trillion upon trillion miles away, you should never be able to zoom in and have it get any bigger. It should still say the same size, right? Because we're, we shouldn't even have the capabilities, first of all, to be able to zoom in on something that's that far away. And that is Alpha Centauri he's talking about. And that is going to be the closest star. There's some yep. stars that are 1.5 million light years away. There's some that are like millions of light years away. Some of them, uh, which is going to be 1 million times 6 trillion, right? So you guys got to understand that this is the closest star he's speaking of. And this is not even the one he's filming. This might be, right. <laughs> this one might be supposedly 50 trillion miles away, right? So yeah, whatever. exactly. So here's um, these are two images from that star that I when I slowed it down and I did a screen recording and I was going frame by frame I started like square on my life on my dog's life 
these uh, are, have not been manipulated by me whatsoever. And just, you know, I, I tried to match up these images on the left with what I thought a actual dog looked like. This one on the right on the bottom is actually my dog, but um, okay, just so to point out, so here, on the this screen, one looks- On the ahead. screen right now, I'm, I'm still seeing yeah. the uh, the one that you played. Do you want to go oh. to- uh... Oh, it's not popped up, huh? No, just, uh, let me see. Let me maybe just... stop for a second, then go back into it. Okay, cool, no problem. Yeah, let's see if that worked. Yeah, so interesting. So, yeah, I'm trying to process. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I could see your screen. Just How about now? Okay, yeah, it should be popping up right now. You got four dogs or four four boxes up there? Yes. Yeah, there okay. we go. Cool. I can see that. Yeah, so this top left one, to me, looks very much like a fox. I tried to pair it with a dog it looked like, and, and I'll just point it out to you. But here's its nose with the arrow, and then its little white snout, and an eye, and an eye. And then below, you know, this is this dog on the right is my dog. And I, I mean, this sure looks a lot like that image. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So, so there's this one. And, and like, this isn't, you know, you could literally go pull up a random video of a star right now. And I, I will show you that this exists. It's not uh, like every one, every 500 flickers, every flicker to me, I can find one. And here's another. Can you see that with the six dogs? Yeah. Or six pictures of the star, in my opinion. <laughs> and I'm just going to point these out. I know I did for you already, but so this one's looking up. We've got two eyes right here, and then its nose and mouth. This one's kind of looking like a little down and to the left. Here's an eye, and then an eye and a nose. Got two dog faces here, two eyes on the one and a nose. So literally two like puppy faces sit next to each other, and here's the other one. This one, uh, I think this one's probably the easiest to see as far as like, here's a nose, it's a profile, here's an eye, here's an ear. And then down here, there's two faces again, kind of squished next to each other. So eye, eye, and then it's nose, and then same thing here. And then this last one's kind of elongated. And, you know, just to tie it into kind of everything is that, um, before I even, I shouldn't say before, around the same time um, that I found these in the stars, I also started finding dog faces just like these, like literally just like these hidden in um, anything that has to do with the media or NASA or lies. So, you know, for example, um, the, uh, the submarine implosion there is, you know, they have footage of it, of the guys be going in, they're like doing an Instagram or something. And uh, let me stop sharing this. Um, um, here, actually, you know what? Well, I'll finish that and then I'll go to this other one. So uh, the submarine implosion, these guys are doing like an Instagram live. So there was video of it, of them going in. And on the side wall of the submarine, it's metallic looking, something like dogs just like that kind of flash. And it was like a very, like, I've, I've got a crazy eye. Like if I have one talent in the world, it is spotting things in video because I've spent 20 years of my life coaching shot put discus and Olympic weightlifting and like slowing down frame by frame, looking for the most like minuscule improvement of someone can make with like the way they're like turning their foot or so like, I've just been breaking down film for a long time. It's something I'm really good at. 
Um, and I don't say I'm good at a lot of things because I just like to be a humble guy, but it's something I'm good at. So I saw these in the submarine videos and then I just started seeing dogs and things. And I, I know it sounds crazy, but to me, what I think it is, is that the controllers that run this place, the satanic controllers, maybe even the fallen angels like to mock God at every corner, at every chance they get, they like to mock God. And what's the word dog spelled backwards? God. Yeah. God. So I think it's a way they kind of mock God of the way they pervert it. Um, it's in the stars. It's in pictures and video. I found it in uh, 9-11 when the, the plane blows up. And I'm not, I'm not saying things didn't happen there, but I'm just saying I think the way things people, the way people see things on the news is potentially uh, manipulated. But let me show you this one. Um, and this is one of the really good ones I found. Um, the Tesla in space. Okay, so once I kind of became a flat earther and realized there wasn't a Tesla orbiting the earth, I went and checked out that video. And sure enough, I found some some dogs hidden in the um, the windshield of it. So let me let me pull that up and share just yeah, so, so you guys can figure out or like kind of wrap your head around what I'm saying. Pull, I, he's pulling this up. So guys, think about Matthew 24, 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. So the stars are going to fall from heaven. Um, if you look into the uh, if you look into the uh, the book of Enoch, it's talking about the stars being angels that are being judged. Uh, the book of Jude's talking about wandering stars being judged, which are planets being judged. Uh, so, guys, we're, we're, we're thinking of from a supernatural perspective, not a um, not a physical you know scientific so when he's talking about this type of stuff he's just talking about some 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 interesting stuff so go ahead yeah and then other but not with this obviously not with something like this tesla in space um you know it's, it's a little blurry it's kind of hard to see but i'm going to point this one out so here right here i see a pretty clear hound's head and it's like the we got one eye here so it's looking kind of to its left so right here, here's an eye. Here would be like the angle of an eye and nose. And I don't know if you like, some people see it really clearly. I see this clear as day and kind of it like you were talking see, about before. Be like demo demonic instead of may maybe that maybe might, might be seeing faces like demonic. Maybe I'm not saying dogs are demonic, but you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. Could be I it do. too, you know, but yeah. And uh, I've seen that too. Um, there was a picture of, um, it was a picture of like a collapsed building in Israel and it was like the lead story in Yahoo. And I did kind of my thing and zoomed in and there was like literally like a demon head in there, but it was, it oh, was put in, it yeah, was I've, put, it was put in there. It yeah, wasn't like, I've uh, seen, uh, I've seen the nine 11 where they, they show like, it looks like a demon face too. Yeah. Like, like that like, stuff. Geez. And that, yeah. So um, this one it's blurry, but you could maybe potentially make out a dog dog here. You and I talked about the, what they present the planet of Pluto looks like. Yeah. There's literally like an exact Pluto. Pluto. From yeah. Yes. And so <laughs> yes. like it's, it's everywhere. You could probably give me any star or any um, clip of anything from the news and I'll, I'll find it hidden in there. And, and I really think they just do it to mock us to say, Hey, look, like we're putting dogs in everything in our lives and you're too dumb to figure it out. And not only 
do they mock us, but they're mocking God. It's my opinion. It's my take. Um, I think it's a unique take. I've never heard anyone ever talk about that, especially with the stars. Well, if the stars, um, let's say the stars are angels, you know, which I have no problem believing that, um, that if they're literally angels, um, then maybe you're seeing faces of the the angels in, in some type of way. And it's not crazy for you to think like that. And if you're a Christian and, and you believe the Bible, um, you're seeing, um, you know, you're seeing where it talks, it, it relates to stars being angels. Now in, yeah. in, in the Bible, like Genesis one sixteen, it, it talks about God making the stars also. Right. So um, that's, that looks like it's on day four. Um, the angels, it talks about in Jude that the angels, they, they were cheering when God laid the foundations of the earth, which I believe happened on day one. Other people have different perceptions on that. Maybe they think that was day day four that that happened or day three. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's interesting, uh, the lineup of how when the stars were created. Uh, it seems like God differentiates, uh, obviously, from a sun to a, a moon to a star. Those are different. Science is yep. trying to tell us that they are not different, that they're the exact same thing. But um, I think it's interesting. So none of this is far fetched. Uh, but you know, I think it's it's interesting, and, and everything you're presenting. Hey, you see faces in the stars could be because they might be angels and not stars. Well, and that's that was the um, or projections, like you were talking about. My my initial thoughts when I was finding dogs in the stars, it was blowing my mind, and that's um, my initial thoughts were, "Holy cow, stars are dogs, angels." You know, and and like. When you think about it, and this David Weiss and I were talking about this, I, I was on a live call-in show like when I first kind of started started seeing dogs and wanted to point it out to him, and he didn't think too much of it at first. He thought, you know, pareidolia, where you're th seeing things and images that potentially aren't there, but it looks like it. And then I got off the call, and like 15 minutes later, I'm still watching, and all of a sudden he's like, he's like, man, I can't get that out of my head. He's like. And he asked the host of the show, George Hobbs uh, of the Flat Earth Files, but he asked George, he's like, he's like, George, what do dogs give us? And George is like, love. And David was like, yeah, unconditional love, just like God. And he's like, there's something, there's something to it here. So initially, I that's what I thought, 100%, that stars were dog souls or something. And then wow. kind, of, kind of the... Yeah, that's interesting. And I, I've moved on from that. I wish I still thought that. I think it's more uh, <laughs> more of a technology up there, but that we can uh, leave it there because I know it's a lot to handle for people. Yeah. So yeah, but if you guys if you guys are on the uh, like I said, if you're on the um, hold on, what is oh you know what I need to plug my laptop in. Give me one sec. Yeah, no problem. There we go. Battery saver is on. Perfect, guys. Sorry. Uh, I thought you were gonna be like, oh, I forgot to record. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, let's redo this now. Yes, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the two. <laughs> Just kidding. You're like what? No, dude. <laughs> so yeah, so um, yeah. I mean, it's not far fetched. I, I don't, I don't. Um, I, you know, we, we we could go anywhere with this. You know, besides that too. You know, I mean. Um, so we kind of talked about Tartaria. We talked about giants. Um, I've I've definitely had people talk about the tribulation already happening, the thousand year reign happening, and Satan being released. I think that's interesting. Um, can I? Yeah. Can I? I just want to, if anyone's more curious about that, I I don't think I do the absolute best job of explaining my thoughts on it. But there's a guy named um, Truth Be Told on TikTok um, that does a. I think it's titled like the biggest secret, and he's like, "Flat Earth isn't the biggest secret. This is," and he does a phenomenal job of 
kind of outlining it, even going into detail of how um, talking about the buildings and the structures, like it's good. You will leave that at least, I think, giving some thought to the fact that that could be potentially where we're at. So I just wanted to, if anyone wanted to go check that out, it's really good stuff. It's good to shout people out, man. So, so the, so the, the audience could have new, new uh, places to check out, you know, truth. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Did, um, let me ask you what, um, were you sold on biblical cosmology? Like, from a Bible standpoint, did you look into the the science of it a lot? You know, I lot I know a lot of people listening to this. Um, there are probably a lot of people that are of the belief that you and I are, but there are probably a lot that aren't. And I'm just I'm curious what what kind of got you down that I, that rabbit hole. With, and what happened with me is I started this podcast, and yeah. um, I was going to have Dave Weiss on episode five already, right? So I'm like, well, let me study. Uh, so episode three, we did a, a biblical uh flat earth episode from a, like flat earth from a biblical perspective yeah, so yeah. my episode three i'm i'm already studying that and i'm like whoa okay so once i once i knew that the bible said that for me like my foundation is the bible so if it yeah. says it that's what it is what it is that's what it is you know so that's how i i i so it was from a biblical sp- standpoint now i did study uh back in 2015 16 i did have some flat earth stuff come through i, I didn't stick with me yet but right. they made excellent points, but I was not like ever like a globe or like where I would like be like, I'll defend the globe till I die. I don't even be, I'm like, <laughs> whatever the Bible says, this is what it is. Yeah. So once I knew that, and then I had Dave Weiss on, he kind of uh, sealed the deal for me. And then I, the Bible sealed the deal for me a hundred percent. And then I just started studying deeper and deeper and deeper, recounting what Genesis says, uh, what Job says, what all these different Bible verses say. And then I just kind of put it into a podcast where I could present it to people. And that's what I do, man. I jump on shows. I do flatter from a biblical perspective or biblical yeah. cosmology. I do uh, stuff, you know, I, I try to do that. First of all, I could, I could spit like 75 Bible verses on any show. I can go to a new age yeah. show. I could go to a whatever show and I could just sit there and spit Bible verses the whole time. And they give me the chance to do it for about an hour and a half. So it gets people to start finding out that the Bible is not, you know, it, it kind of, you know, re entered introduces them to the Bible. If they are flat earthers scientifically and you find out that the Bible lines up, it kind of starts fitting in like a glove, you know, or like yeah. a puzzle. And and it helps people to start reading the Bible. And that's what I want. And I want people to get closer to God, except Jesus is the Lord and Savior. The more soldiers we have, the better, you know? Yeah. And I, it's uh, one, you're phenomenal at it. You know, I've heard you on other podcasts. I've heard you on yours a lot. Like just those Bible verses, man, you just, you got them and they always make sense. So um, I really appreciate that about you. I, I want to, uh, to God, you know, yeah, agreed. And I, uh, I want to be, you know, I want to be more like you in that respect that I would love to be able to do that more. Cause I came from a totally opposite, um, not background, but a completely opposite approach for figuring out, um, that the place we live is in a spinning globe. And it, it wasn't until I figured that out. Once I figured that out completely, I was sitting in a hotel room in Florida. Um, I was, I was there for um, a friend's dad's funeral, and it was a rainy day. And I was just literally sitting in, and is right around the time where I had like really started to believe that um, there was a firmament and everything. We were living on a flat level plane. I I drove to Michigan from Chicago to see the Chicago skyline clear as day. That wasn't a mirage, and you shouldn't be able to see if uh, we're living on a globe. But I'm sitting in that bed and I look to my left and there's a Bible there. And I just 
like honestly it sounds ridiculous but i'd probably only picked up a bible if it was to like move it out of my way on a church pew like if i'm at a wedding or a funeral so i like picked it up and i'm like i just start digging in and like page one i'm like holy crap like it's right here the whole time my whole life page one here's some truth like the firmament i'm like what is going on here and i just like started to have my mind blown and between that and a few i mean like you go i'm 43 and if you go back to when i was 41 or 42 i had 0.0 belief that we were living in a spiritual place and the amount of experiences i've had in just that short time is like i don't i don't believe we're in a spiritual place and that god is real i know you know it's yes it's yes. undeniable to me now and but two years ago i would have been like no that's like hocus pocus or you know science has proven all of this to be wrong and what i know now is that mainstream science lies with the intention of pulling people away from god and the bible and like to hear myself say that now i know what i would have thought of myself if two years ago i was looking at myself today and like i just want to punch that guy in the face from two years ago <laughs> you know be like dude you were wrong you had it so wrong and um maybe uh maybe go down that rat or not rabbit hole but maybe go down talking about some of these experiences that i've had because they're some yeah. of them are pretty cool and um you know, I mentioned like really the very first one, um, I started seeing stuff in the sky. You know, I had some UFO experiences and um, it was around the same time that I was figuring out stars weren't what, what weren't or weren't what we were told. Um, and my mind was just starting to be blown. I, I was at this point in my life where I was trying to just find some answers, I guess. I was looking into near-death experiences. And at the same time, I was looking into proving aliens existed. And uh, what I ended up doing was proving one of those is completely true. And that was the near-death experiences. And <laughs> the other one, there's a whole lot of uh, lies about, and that's the aliens. Because I, you know, I don't, let me say this. I think there could potentially be other beings. And I like, I'm not a denier that there could be some extra lands outside the ice wall. But what I know for sure, for a fact, is there's no aliens coming from galaxies millions of miles away. Um, so I figured out the aliens thing was a total fabrication and a lie just to potentially try to use them against us in the future. Prove near-death experiences were completely real. Um, and then at the same time, started seeing, you know, what I thought at the time were UFOs in the sky. And I was actually calling these to me. like. Oh, wanting wow. to see things in the sky and uh i want to say this but i don't want any of your audience members and it's like not trying to re use reverse psychology but um there's this guy named stephen greer um in my opinion he's an evil dude and he's trying to get you to conjure demons and he's got an app called ce5 and i downloaded this app and i was very skeptical because at this time i was still a uh we're in a physical world mindset but I, I tried to, I followed the app instructions. There were some like tones and meditation, tried calling things to my line of sight, very skeptical and, and nothing happened. But then, um, I don't know. I think the more I got into the near death experiences and thinking that we were in a spiritual place, I tried again and, uh, I had an orb of light come out of nowhere and like up in the sky towards me. I was away from my phone. I'm walking and I'm like seeing it come towards me. I'm like, that's not a balloon. That's not a plane. I don't know what, it's not a, uh, 
a drone. So I'm walking, trying to walk fast because I want to get this thing on film because I'm like, no one's going to believe me. When a second I get to my phone, I, I go to record and it like I got it. I got it on film, but it was coming at me for two minutes. And then as soon as I press record, it like literally just turned and started going away from me. So um, and it was flashing. It was it was like an orb of light. It's crazy. And then uh, three more times I did something like that. Um, this the next two were orbs of lights. There were 12 in the sky that were kind of circling me. Got those on film. And then by the time I did the fourth one, I, it wasn't I wasn't using any sort of that app protocol. It was me talking right to God. I was like, God, please, like I'm trying to share some of this stuff I've seen with my family and friends. No one's believing me, even with me showing like a video of it. And um, I was like, please just like give me something, a sign that you were there, that you're real, that you're listening. And I'm walking on a 1000% cloudy overcast day. I'm on this trail by myself and I'm walking and I close my eyes and I, I say it again. And within a second, it felt like someone had a flashlight, like right in my face. And I, I opened my eyes and I look and there's just a hole in the clouds, like wow. almost like a beam of like what you would picture a UFO beaming down someone to beam them up but it's not that it's a hole in the clouds and the sun is shining right on me and and like as far as the eye could see it was the only hole in the clouds right on me and then this translucent it wasn't one orb but it was like three orbs kind of like put together this translucent and it was much different than what i had seen earlier just just hovered like right in that hole and then the same thing i went to pull out my camera this time as soon as I hit record, like the clouds covered up and it was gone. I was like, wow, I'll never be a doubter again. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've had things like that happen. Um, this is a really cool story. I, um, I struggled with this flat earth stuff with everyone around me. I am like, I'm a bull in a China shop sometimes, especially if I, uh, if I want someone to like understand where I'm coming from, I'm not, a, I'm not a delicate guy. Like I lift weights for like a living and, you know, like I'm passionate about it. So once I learned about flat earth, I was just like fire hosing people with it. Um, and it didn't go well. Like I, uh, unfortunately lost some people that were close to me, my family, some of them think I'm nuts, but my wife and I were buttonheads too. Cause luckily she is a, you know, she's a believer in God and, um, I wasn't trying to convince her from that aspect. I just like to, I want to let the people I know and love and care about know there's a lot of deception out there and the people in the government you trust and things like that, you shouldn't trust. If they're lying to us about the shape of the earth, probably lying about jabs and things like that. Mm -hmm. So anyway, my wife and I were button heads a little bit and we get in this argument and, you know, I was probably in the wrong. She, the one thing she ever asked me is like, don't share lies and evil with me first thing in the morning. And uh, the, 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 which is like completely fair, right? Uh, how, how dare you? Yeah. My wife is like your wife, dude. That's what, yeah. that's what makes me uh, laugh. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, we've, exactly what yeah. we've chatted about that. I forgot. Um, my wife says, don't talk to me about it at all during the day. Like, please, I, I get one minute a day, actually, to, to just give her little hints of, of, of what I believe. And uh, that's all I get. But she can hear me like 
literally she's upstairs and yeah, i'm talking about probably doing this <laughs> i'm like i'm like the earth is orbiting the sun at sixty-six thousand six hundred miles an hour guys six 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 and then venus is negative six to six to six and then all these she's just like yeah she's heard the, the probably like a million times but anyways go ahead bro. i don't want to interrupt you <laughs> oh no 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 worries i i'm glad someone can relate but um i, do, for I, sure. I get that one minute a day too like once in a while i'll make a video i'll be like come on it's such a good video just watch it it's not evil it's talking about god and it's uh, sometimes that's a struggle, but um, I digress. Anyway, we the Maui fires happened and we honeymooned in Lahaina. Like it's like our favorite place. And um, they happened and it, like right away. I'm like, I don't I don't think these were forest fires. I think something else happened and she didn't want to like entertain that, which is fine. But then a day or two go by and I had thought that without seeing anyone say anything about it. I just the way my mind works and day or two goes by and I I'm like, I just forgot her. Don't share evil stuff. And I talk about like the direct energy weapon and we butt heads for like half hour. And I'm just like, it, like, I just want to cool off. I want to go on a bike ride. I should have probably just apologized, but um, I go on this bike ride and I'm biking and I'm biking. I get like 25 miles away and I just like praying to God. And like at, at that point, I hadn't really done that a ton until like, Unless I was getting on an airplane because I used to be terrified of flying. I'm not anymore because I know God is real. And it took mm -hmm. that fear away from me, honestly. Um, but I'm 25 miles away. I'm, I'm saying to God, like, please, like, I don't want to fight with my wife anymore. Please, like, help me get like, give me the power or the strength to figure this out. So I'm praying to God. And it was a very, it was very rare at that time. I did that. And I get like another mile away. And I turn on this bike path and I'm going to be on this bike path for like 10 feet, like out of my 25, 30 mile ride at this point, I'm going to be on this bike path for 10 feet and I've got a flat earth shirt on and I ride and this dude that I pass like points at me is like, he's like, I think it's flat too. So I, of course I stop and I have to talk to him. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, I was like, do you really think that? Or are you just um, like making fun of me? He's like, no, he's like, I, it's like, I think that, and I had just posted on like eclipses and the moon that morning. And I was like, well, what makes you think that he's like, he's like, I filmed an eclipse once and it was so different than what they tell us. Like that, you know, like the moon is going in front. And then he said there was like a point where it should just continue the way they tell us the way everything's moving and orbiting. And he said, it just stopped there and it just froze for like 30 seconds and that shouldn't happen. And it said he, it got his mind wandering and exploring oh, things. Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, like I thought that was coincidental that I just posted on the eclipse. He's talking about the eclipse. We start chatting. Like we get, we like chat for 15 minutes, very similar thoughts on things. And he is, we're in uh, Illinois. We're maybe an hour North of Chicago at this point where he and I are. And I, I'm like, what's going on? Cause he had like gear. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I am walking to Florida. I'm like, what? I'm like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I live in Wisconsin. I started, he's like, I'm on day two. I've been walking for 24 hours. And he's like, I was a, he's like, I've been a shitty dad. He's like, I just broke up with my girlfriend. He's like, my kids live in Florida. I don't have a car. He's like, I just want to go be a good dad to my kids. I was like, this is crazy. So he's like my bike. He's like, I was trying to bike there and my bike crapped out. And I'm like, he's like, I didn't even make it out of Wisconsin. So he's walking and I'm sitting there on my bike and we're like just sharing this moment and this like 
beautiful energy with these like similar things and uh and i was like dude i was like i have another bike i was like you've got to take my bike and it's like i can't <laughs> awesome. I, he's like i can't do that he's like i can't do that i'm like you got to do it i was like seriously like you and i were meant to bump into each other here's my bike and uh i had i had slightly mentioned that i was riding um because of like a discussion with my wife like barely in conversation and and i i was like you got to take it and he looks at me and he goes i'll take it under one condition i was like what what's that he's like you need to go home and you be kind and love your wife and i was like what like what like i barely mentioned my wife and he says this out of nowhere and then so i give him my bike and like i was like i'll get i was like you gotta do me one favor you gotta make sure you make it safe we literally i hug this stranger we both have tears rolling down his face and then he tells me his name his name was joe cougar like with the initials jc and i had been praying to god i'm just like this was like two especially within 30 miles in that 10 foot path the only chance i would ever run into him it was too perfect to be anything but like god's plan you know there's no way that was a coincidence that i'm wearing a flat earth shirt this guy is doing this crazy travel i'm on my like it was too much and it like it was just another confirmation that I was like, man, I'm on the right path. God is great. God is real. And uh, I wish I knew this 42 years earlier, but, um, you know, maybe I wasn't ready for it at that point, you know? Yeah. So Hebrews 13 is what the one I was talking about. So it says, yeah. brotherly love continue. Do not forget to entertain strangers for by so do for by so doing some have unwittingly entertained angels. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, so that's very interesting. Maybe, you know, he came through your path and, you know, he could have been an angel. And what happened right there, bro? You gave him a bike. You know what I mean? He was yeah. there for you. His main thing was uh, to love your wife. And that probably made it like, wow. And and you know what? Here's something, bro. Next time you get in a fight with your wife, and I, I try to do this. Uh, I don't do it all the time either because pride gets in the way. But just tell her, oh, honey, then let's pray about it. I guarantee you, bro, what happens is her guard will be let down yeah, and she will allow you to pray with her. And that right there will correct your situation. Like my wife's a believer. It doesn't matter if she doesn't believe in flat earth, she's a believer in God. And whenever we fight and I feel like we're escalating. And if I say that she will immediately let her guard down. And and then the demon that's trying to cause that has to just back away, bro. Dude, I, I've never tried that in my life and I can't imagine that won't work. So I already, I already think, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Your wife would be like, understand that you start becoming like a spiritual leader, you know, when you do that. And it really helps a lot, man. And one thing about wives is they don't, they, 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 they're with you for so long that when you start trying to, you start, you know, waking up to the Bible, waking up to these (laughs) things Sometimes it takes another person telling them that to understand it because they're not looking at you as the spiritual leader. And, and yeah. it happens with me too. I can, yeah. I can talk to, you know, 15 to 2000, 1500 to 2000 people about the Bible and, and, and I, and I can yeah. help them in the system, but your wife is different because she knew you when you were that, that guy going back to your old vomit, which is what the Bible says. That's what I was. I, yeah. you know, I was that guy. So when she first met me, I was definitely not uh, who I am today. So it took a long time for me to get here. God molded me into what he wanted me to be. And now, now it's like, I'm a new person. She does see that, but she still thinks of the old guy sometimes. And she, right. it's hard for her to 
get uh, trained by me like it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to be the spiritual leader, and she's supposed to accept that. But it just takes a little bit, and, uh, you know, it's going to happen. God is uh, great, and he's working on both of our relationships with our wives. <laughs> For sure. And it's funny you, it's funny you say that, too, because – you know, we were, we were button heads for a while. And like, it was looking, it was looking scary. Like I was, her and I were both worried. Like if things continue like this, um, like we're not going to work where it's not, we're not going to make it because neither one of us want to live where we're just like at odds with each other. And it was a couple months and, you know, she was experiencing <clears throat> everyone in my personal life. <clears throat> excuse, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, my, my friends, my family. And like, I've been friends with a lot of my friends since like middle school. Like I had a lot of good friends from a young age that just kind of kept traveling through life. But everyone in my life thought either something was going on with me. Like when I was having this spiritual awakening, when I was believing in flat earth, thought I was delusional, thought I had a brain tumor. Like there wasn't anybody um, that was like in my immediate circle that thought something wasn't going on and that's all she was experiencing was everybody's thinking he's crazy like and like he's butting heads with people because he's trying to push this on people which was just out of complete love and care like i just wanted people to know because i love and care about them but it took her cousin and her dad coming over here one day we were fishing in my backyard and we had no idea her cousin was like pretty red-pilled on things like pretty awake to a lot of things and yeah he asked, I told him about the bike story and he was just like, Oh, what shirt did you have on? Cause I had that flat earth shirt on. I looked at my wife kind of like, did I say yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. And she like, yeah, exactly. And she, it was like, she didn't want me to talk about it with her family at all. So I look at her, she kind of gave me the like nod. So I told him, I said, I had a flat earth shirt just, and his, his reaction wasn't, show, yeah, his, his reaction wasn't like, Oh, you're insane. His reaction was like, kind of like, yeah, I'm hip to flat earth. And like, and then we had like an hour long conversation about just the way we saw things, just like you and I are doing like a complete normal, like educated, like intelligent, critical thinking conversation. And she just watched that happen. And then her dad was there too. And it was like, chimed in was like, Liza, what's flat earth? And she was like, Oh, it's just the belief that the earth might be flat, not a globe. And her dad was like, yeah, I, he's like, they just told us that in school, but I just always believed it, but I don't know. So like he was open to it. Her cousin was open to it and it softened her shell like completely from that point on, just seeing that maybe her husband wasn't losing his mind that there are other people That's that awesome, actually, bro. yeah. So like yeah. since then things have been so much better, bro. I'm <laughs> so my wife, uh, she has some family in the Philippines. They're rich. They own like, uh, like some zipper company that, that are on most of the jeans. Why can't, yeah whatever it is. I don't know if it's like YK something. They're like super wealthy, very beautiful people, very nice, but they come to our house. They come to visit the, the America. They, they went to yeah. New York, all these different places, Paris. And I'm just like, Hey, cool, whatever. They're, they're wealthy, but, uh, they, they come to our house and they are the type that are, uh, they like to drink and stuff. And they open the floodgates. They're like, Hey, we went to the Washington monument and we did this. And I'm looking at my wife, like, can I? She's like, you know, it's like, 6,660 yeah, yeah. inches tall. <laughs> I look at my wife and she looks at me and I'm like, let me just do it. I'm like, do you guys don't understand what the history behind that? That's how I opened up the door. And then they started going, once I opened that door, they started asking me about 9-11. And, they oh, yeah. asking, and I'm like, I'm like, listen, guys, you, you're opening up 
uh, Pandora's box right now. So yeah. let me just tell you about everything. And I just, I, I basically just, but it's the same thing, bro. I, I told them about the biblical version of, of cosmology and all this yeah. different stuff. And, and my wife was like, get no, don't. She's like, Pully. I'm like, no, I got to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Started hitting them. Now they're Catholic as well. So I kind of, yeah. the whole Catholic thing, the whole Vatican thing. I went over all this stuff, bro. Within right. an hour or two talking, they probably left going either. They think I'm literally insane or they think I'm pretty awake, dude. But I know that they listen to the podcast and stuff. So. Oh, awesome. That's great. You know, sometimes who knows if they still do, but, um, <laughs> I just think uh, I know exactly where you're coming from because sometimes, yeah. and my brother, he's like you, bro. He's like a bull in a China shop. So yeah, he doesn't lightly, he got to understand that you got to have a foundation first. First of all, if you have yeah. a biblical foundation, it's a little easier, but you need to understand about, you know, the false flags that got us into war. We need to think about, you know, the Kennedy assassination. You need to know about 9-11. You need to know about some of these things like, you know, Sandy Hook, all these different things you need to know about first <clears> where you're like, Okay, it's a little easier to accept. Uh, flat yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Sometimes yeah, we I just did. hit them. We just instead of throwing like little bricks, we just put a house on them, like bah, right? And then oh, and like, I like a hundred percent. I did that, and like I own that now. And I just uh, <laughs> like you know, I forget that I knew about 9-11 15 years ago. Was I awake to like all the rest of this stuff? No, but like that softened me for fifteen years that there could yeah. be some pretty tremendous lies in the world. And yeah, like I. I had no approach. And part of it was like, all right, I've known my friends and my close or my close friends and my family my whole life. I've always been someone they know as a straight shooter. I wouldn't be telling things that I didn't know for like pretty close to fact. And there's never been a time where they haven't believed me. So I just assumed like, oh, I'm going to tell them this and they're going to believe me. And it was like, yes, I didn't even consider the fact of there was like 40 years, 75 years for my mom of programming that i'm trying to undo yes yeah. but by just saying hey mom like there might be some fallen angels here at the time i was like talking about <laughs> reptilians because it was when i was still like you know so, so you can yeah, imagine they, they're like what are you talking about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, unfortunately it caused some like division. some distance yeah division, division. some distance it does and, it does and the truth <clears throat> hurts is a true statement and yeah. um i think it's really the, I think the Bible aspect is, is even if you go to church and you you tell your church friends, some, some of them that are like true, true believers in the word. Like if you, if you show <clears> the show, like one of the shows that I might've done about biblical cosmology, yeah, uh, I showed uh, my friend, Mike and Mike, he's really awesome. He's a good, he's a, he's, he listens to the show. Um, but his wife automatically said, is it biblical? Yeah. Okay. I'm on board. I'm like, that's, that's it, dude. If, if you're like that, then you understand, like, if the Bible says it, it is what it is. It's not like allegorical. It's not metaphorical. It's not poetic. The book right. of Genesis is a firsthand account from God, must be from the most high. He's called yeah. the most high because he's at the highest point of creation. But, you know, that's a firsthand account. So Moses, when he's actually, you know, explaining the, the days, he's not like making it up. He's not trying to say like, this is what I think happened. Bro, this has to be a firsthand account from God. If it's not, then we have a problem, bro. If you can't believe Genesis and and the first you know seven days of creation, then we might have a problem with our our faith aspect because it says faith comes by hearing the word of God. So you know we need to we need to hear the word of God and believe it. But if you don't, I'm not saying that you're you're going to go to hell because you know you start believing in Jesus and and you believe. But I think we should believe the whole Bible, hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. we should do, and there shouldn't be a problem with that. <laughs> we shouldn't be putting thirty percent. 
into an allegorical place and say that this stuff is all uh, just metaphors because when Jesus speaks parables, he tells you it's a parable and he basically just starts talking, right? And, and, he, and, he, and he likes to break the parable down. He's not, it's not a parable with Genesis and it's not a parable for me with Job. I think he was a literal, literal person. Uh, he's not like somebody that's a, a poet, poetry to me. Um, is some of it poetic? Yes. Is some of it metaphorical? Yes. But we got to understand it's not like we can't place uh, the creation into an allegory because man comes and tells us a certain thing about science that goes away from what we are taught biblically, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's um, where I come from. It's kind of like you were talking about with your wife's family. I come from a like pretty wealthy area, the North Burbs of Chicago. And I think part of the reason I struggled so hard with everybody is because one, I'm a teacher, so I'm in a an area where everyone has been educated and gone to college and they think and know they're very smart. And then same thing with where I'm from, like everyone had, you know, we went to a good high school. Most of my friends went to like really nice colleges. So they just have this perception of like, I came from a, an intelligent, wealthy area. I went to school and all. So there's no ability for them to realize that they, they could be, be deceived. And so I think that's why, my butted head so hard or had such a hard time but it's funny too what you were um and what you mentioned something about your buddy i i had one friend in college who was studying to be a lutheran pastor and he and i would have amazing conversations like but i would he was like the young earth dinosaurs only existed like eight or six or seven thousand years ago and we would go into these conversations he was like very literal with the bible and I was the complete opposite side. And we would have these amazing conversations. So when I became a flat earther, I was like, I got to call Randy. I was like, Randy will be my guy. And I call him and we had done a complete 180. Like he, oh. he, he kept going to, you know, um, he went to um, seminary and got the, you know, six, seven more years of indoctrination and like complete switch. I'm telling him dinosaurs don't exist. And he's like, no, dude, I was wrong. They were here millions of years ago. I was oh. like, Oh, you were my one guy. You were my Randy. one guy. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. That's very interesting. I know I've seen some stuff like that happen. Uh, some people became pastors and then they just totally walked away, fell away from the faith completely. Yeah. And became atheists. So when people say once saved, always saved, I don't know. That guy doesn't seem to yeah. you know there's a falling away, you know? So that's interesting. Well, I, is he still a believer in the Bible, though? He just he just switched to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he went from earth believer now instead of a young earth believer, but he still yeah. believes in the Bible and he still believes in God. Yes, yeah, right. yeah. And I he's uh, right. <laughs> converted. He's a, he's a Catholic now. I think I think the wife had some play in that, but still a believer in in God and Jesus and the Bible. So okay, okay. He's got that going for him at least. <laughs> All right, hey, we're good. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that All exactly right, well, cool. Well, we're coming up on an hour and a half. This is where we like to keep the show uh, time-wise. Yeah. Um, I always like to ask any last words for our audience that you would like to, uh, you know, to, to tell them. Anything that you'd like to tell them uh, about yourself or, you know, advice? Yeah, yeah I think, um, you know, for anyone that's listening, and this was very specific to me, and, you know, I imagine, I imagine with the name of your podcast, we already have a lot of Christians here listening. Um but if there are people in your life or even you yourself and you're not a Christian, you're not a believer in God and Jesus, I wasn't either. And it, it took me figuring out that the place we lived was not what we thought. It wasn't 
created from a big bang million or billions of years ago as much as it sounds crazy i think the globe is created to hide god's creation you know like if you think you're an accident living on a spinning ball in infinite space it's really hard to imagine there being a creator and i know it sounds crazy but flat earth brought me to god and if there are people in your life or you yourself you're not a biblical earther or flat earther it can only strengthen your knowledge that God is out there. So I highly recommend just diving down that rabbit hole, even if it sounds completely crazy to you, because it sounded crazy to me at one point, but thankfully it brought me to God. Yes. Amen to that. And um, so Romans one twenty says for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead uh, so that they are without excuse. So uh, we know God by his creation. So that's something that does bring you closer to God. Once we find out that God is closer, that he's looking down on us like grasshoppers, yep. looking through the firmament, uh, then it does help people get closer to God. And it is it is, it is is assisting uh, in God's work. It's assisting in his kingdom to do so. So if you don't believe in flat earth, I'm not saying that you're going to hell or something, okay? I'm just telling yeah, you that it is not. helping people become believers. And, and <clears throat> once you know that the moon, sun, and the stars were created to light up the earth, which it says in Genesis 1, 14 through 19. It's talking about him creating the moon, sun, and the stars, placing them in the firmament, and it's there to light up the earth. You understand that God created this place for us. We are special. It is a beautiful thing. God loves us. He's not trying to put us inside some matrix where we are and where Satan is good and God is bad. This is not Gnostic thinking. We need to understand uh, how beautiful it is and how God created the earth for us because we are special. And we talked about giants. We talked about Nephilim. We talked about fallen angels, all that stuff, guys. Look into it. Um, Romans, uh, Romans, sorry. <clears throat> Ephesians talks 612 talks about we, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? principalities of evil so we kind of went over all that um i think this podcast was amazing it was great please check out his um his instagram and check out <clears throat> he's gonna have a youtube coming soon so please follow him on instagram and also follow him him on tiktok fittest underscore flat underscore earther right you got it and josh uh thank you so much you and your brother keep on doing what you guys are doing it's it's awesome stuff i i love every episode you do thank you Let's end this in prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we appreciate everything you do for us. I just want to ask uh, for Tyler, um, you know, and and myself and anybody that's listening, when we when we uh, deal with anything that has to do with our wives on, um, you know, releasing any type of truth, if you could help us do it delicately and do it in the right manner. I also need help with that. I am like a fire hose. So what happens with me, Lord, as you could tell, when someone opens up uh, any type of truth uh, biblically or um, when, and I'm just like Kim, you know, sometimes I do not delicately do it with my wife. If you, if you could please help me to be more delicate and please help me Lord to tell my wife, let's pray about it. Just like Tyler, he will try to use that method and God, that is what you tell us to pray often and that's and pray about everything. So if you could help us do that, that way we pray more with our wives. If you pray together, you stay together. I think that's true. So Lord, help us do that. And, um, you know, heal anything that's that's going on in, in, in uh, me and my wife or Tyler and his wife's uh, life. Help them, Lord. Um, you know, you don't want us to be one. Help us to be one. Um, I think that's more. I think that's what you're putting on my heart to pray about. But also anybody that's out there that might be having any issues with their spouse, 
or having any issues with any type of drugs, alcohol, pornography, any of that stuff, Lord, uh, any anything like that, you know, please help them with that and help myself and help Tyler if we have anything going on spiritually that we need help with, Lord, please assist us. Thank you, God, for everything you do for us. We appreciate you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you. Anybody that's listening, please give us a five-star review. Please share the podcast. Please uh, subscribe to the YouTube and uh, help us to get this information out there. I do believe, you know, they're not trying to get all this out there. So we need your help to do it. So God bless you and thank you.